Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, beautiful people. My name is Brenda Davies. I'm the creator and host of In the Gray. And today I'm going to explain why I am a pro-choice Christian and why I know for an absolute fact that overturning Roe v. Wade would be anti-Christ. Literally, 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 literally. I had a actual panic attack and had to run out of a restaurant when I read this headline. Louisiana Republicans advance bill that would charge abortion as homicide. Thank Jesus that Louisiana's Republican-led House of Representatives stopped this measure last Thursday. But this is no time to breathe easy because if Roe v. Wade is overturned, which is likely to happen, the decision falls onto individual states and an estimated 26 states are certain or likely to ban abortion. And even though nationwide polls show overwhelming support for abortion being legal in the cases of essay or incest, Republican Governor Kevin Stitt signed legislation in Oklahoma that bans abortion unless it is necessary to save the life of the pregnant person. This law makes no exceptions for cases of essay or incest and is scheduled to go into effect in August. I'm fine. And for any Christians watching this, watching me freak out, and you're thinking, boo, you whore. Let me tell you, I am a mother who was previously abused into an abortion. There is nothing more important to me than to see abortion rates in this country plummet. I am so sick of the cliche that pro-choice people love abortion and don't care if the numbers increase when an absolute provable fact, our party does more to prevent abortion than the pro-life party ever has. I have made seven videos on abortion where I have tried desperately to call Christians to the table and ask them to face this statistically proven absolute reality that the prevention of pregnancy and resources for families in need prevents abortion with far greater success than the criminalization of abortion ever has or ever will. In short, pro-choice people like myself are aiming to create a world that is so hospitable to human life that a pregnant person can say, yes, I will have this child with confidence and support. This would look like providing the services that all the leading first world countries besides America have been willing to provide their citizens, like accessible higher education, child care, and medical care or easy access to mother effing baby formula. 
They want to force birth during a baby formula shortage. Sweet Jesus. Oh my God. Republicans fearmonger the public into believing that our taxes will skyrocket if we provide our citizens universal health care. But the fact of the matter is, our taxes are already astronomically high, and the average American citizen has nothing tangible to show for it. We can't afford to buy houses. Gas and food prices are skyrocketing. We can't afford to go to the doctor. Our national student loan debt is $1.75 trillion. I myself was paying $365 a month for health insurance, but when I got pregnant, I was quoted a bill of $6,000 to $120,000, which would have put me and my son into immediate poverty and into an insurmountable debt. Hospital debt is just one of the burdens that we put on American citizens who get pregnant. So pro-lifers, what do you intend to do about this grave injustice? Will you keep voting against universal health care and instead implement forced birth? Is that your plan? Also, when are you going to stop spreading fear and lies around basic comprehensive sex education? Do you have any idea how successful communities and nations with comprehensive sex ed are at both preventing pregnancy and delaying teen sex, thereby preventing abortion, versus what we do in this nation, which is to, quote, protect kids from learning about sex and pregnancy and consent, and instead pray to God that they don't reenact what they been learning in porn since they discovered it at the national age of eight years old. Ticking a pro-life box and holding a pro-life sign may feel like you are doing the right thing. And I do believe that you believe you are doing the right thing. I am not here to diminish your heart. But the removal of a person's God-given free will and autonomy, including that of pregnant teenagers and SA victims, is not the answer. You may, quote, save a baby, but forced birth will take an egregious toll on the mental, spiritual, and physical health of that pregnant person, which in turn jeopardizes the health and safety of the baby that person is cooking. Yes, yes, we know this is a proud moment for you. Go away. Forced birth is anti-Christ and inhumane. Satan's favorite attributes of a national policy. And I will also remind you that there is a very good argument that Mary herself consented to being impregnated by God. So to round this out, I'm going to give you three tips on how to convert a pro-lifer. And take it from me, I've converted many. Beautiful people. Today's partner has a product I use every dang day. It's A1 by Athletic Greens. I combine cashew butter, oat milk, frozen fruits, spinach, and one scoop of AG1 every morning, and the taste is heaven. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, and probiotics. There are zero GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial flavors, and less than one gram of sugar. And I know that eating healthy can be pricey and feel elitist, but AG1 costs less than $3 a day. Furthermore, and you know I love this, Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. 
And for every purchase, AG donates to organizations that help get nutritious food to kids in need. In 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash gray. that's G-R-E-Y. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash gray to take ownership over your health and support kids in need while doing it. Number one, and this is crucially important, arguing over when life begins is a waste of time and energy. Watching people debate this is like watching two people race on mouse wheels. You're both expending energy and going absolutely nowhere. The debate on when life begins is a matter of personal morality. It's an existential question. And if someone already believes in life at conception, they are going to believe that abortion is wrong. So what you need to do is pivot, not into shouting my body, my choice, because pro-lifers do not care about that. What you're going to say is... My heart, my goal is to see abortion rates drastically decline nationwide. I vote pro-choice because pro-choice policymakers work to implement change that makes our nation hospitable to new and existing human life. Now that sounds like Jesus Christ to me. After making that point, if you really want to, you can also point out to the person that the Bible actually says life begins at first breath, not at conception. In Genesis 2-7, in Job 33-4, and Ezekiel 37-5 reads, Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. It is also true that Exodus 21 states that if a man causes a woman to miscarry, he shall be fined, whereas if he causes that woman to die, he shall be put to death, putting a clear distinction in penalty where only the death of the woman herself is considered a capital offense. And last, but hardly least, the Bible does quote God as ordering an abortion, which by the way, does not sound like our loving God to me, but sounds like maybe, just maybe, the men in the Bible were taking some liberties and accusing God for their own ill deeds. In Numbers 5, under the title, The Test for an Unfaithful Wife, the husband is instructed to bring his wife to the priest, and whether his jealous ass is wrong or right about her infidelity, she'll be forced to drink poison. Quote, if she has made herself impure and has been unfaithful to her husband, this will be the result. When she is made to drink the water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering, it will enter her. Her abdomen will swell and her womb will miscarry and she will become a curse. If, however, the woman has not made herself impure but is clean, she will be cleared of guilt and will be able to have children. Ah, the Bible, a compassionate masterpiece of everlasting love. Also, this sexist pseudoscience sounds really familiar. From what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. If it's a legitimate rape, uh, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. And on that note, number two, when speaking to a pro-life person, bring up the societal issues in America that cause needless human suffering when we consider reproduction. 
Beyond sex ed, healthcare, and resources, we need to teach about consent and male accountability. Again, I myself was abused into an abortion, and this is not an uncommon story. Men literally beg us not to wear condoms or they stealth, which means they take off the condom in the middle of sex without our consent. And then when we get pregnant, they don't have to pay child support and they bail. Also, isn't it just funny that no one is talking about criminalizing the men who have abortions? So funny. (laughs) More fun facts. Many states won't cover birth control via insurance and Plan B is $50 a pop. Anyone who can't afford out-of-pocket BC or an overinflated pill price tag cannot afford a dang child. Also, one in five kids are food insecure. Over 400,000 kids are in foster care. Not to mention, funded education begins in kindergarten, leaving single parents like me a five-year gap of accessing childcare while continuing to work. And don't even get me started on maternal death rates. The same states advocating for these inhumane forced birth policies have the highest rates of maternal death and black women are dying in droves while giving birth. Pro-lifers, seriously, what the f*** are you gonna do to amend these issues? As an aside, but still relevant, if we're talking about the value of life, in 2020, according to the CDC, suicide was the second leading cause of death for people ages 10 to 14 years old. But our nation won't provide mental health care for those in need. Not to mention, we won't enforce background checks for gun owners, even though the combo of assault rifles and unchecked mental health issues are killing our kids too. But lastly, Number three, and this is the hardest one, talk to people like human beings. This issue is enraging, but we have to remember that each side believes they are protecting life. The question we need to ask pro-lifers is, are you really only willing to protect life when you call it quote, innocent, meaning the unborn. Because if you thrust these lives into an uninhabitable nation, into a hospital where their mother is risking death to bring them there, into a nation run by corporations who refuse to address wealth inequality and climate change, and into a society that doesn't even have enough dang baby formula if the woman can't provide milk. Are you pro-life if you are not willing to address these issues? And do not take the lazy route and talk to me about adoption. I've already said there are 400,000 kids in foster care wishing they had homes that you are not able or willing to provide. And I'm talking to liberals too. To the home associations in wealthy communities who keep voting out affordable housing. I think people aren't living their values. You go to these meetings in these neighborhoods where they're talking about a new housing project and it's always the same song. And it goes like this. I am very in favor of affordable housing. We need more of it in this community. However, I have some concerns about this project. We have the hearts to do this, but we're doing it wrong and we're dictating and harm onto the neighborhoods. And then off we go with the concerns and then nothing ever gets built. The stone-cold fact that pro-lifers don't want to hear is that solving abortion is not as simple as making it illegal. Decreasing or nearly eradicating abortion is going to require a compassionate army of warriors of all occupations, genders, sexual orientations, nationalities, creeds, and races. 
to amend the wrongs in the society that cause abortion. Pro-life, pro-choice, we need to stop behaving as though we are divided and recognize that we now must share a common goal. We need to demand the lawmakers of this country make this nation the America that we were promised that it would be. And women, we represent over 50% of the population in this country, so register and get your asses out to vote. And if this message resonated or helped you, please share it far and wide and do like, subscribe, share with your friends, donate to my Patreon or Venmo if you can. I love you all so much. God bless.